Many young jewelers take on the daunting but rewarding task of starting a small label or jewelry business. To be successful, they realize running a business involves a significant amount of additional work in order for the items they design and make to reach customers and for this to be a sustainable endeavor. But there are brands and labels out there who choose not to walk this path alone. With their jewelry brand, Studio Collect, the four ladies running the label show us the beauty and power of female collaboration, which results in a brand that does not only create high-quality pieces of jewelry, but has a fine-tuned customer experience, and attention to detail can be retrieved in all aspects of their business. To talk about their journey to date, what it is like to run the brand and what they have in store for the future, I have invited Saskia Hovarts. Welcome Saskia! Hi! So Saskia, to start, could you tell us a little bit about yourself, the collective you are a part of and what it is you all do? Yes, hi! Thanks for having me. So my name is Saskia. I'm uh, 33 years old. I live in Antwerp in Belgium. I studied uh, jewelry design at the Royal Academy in Antwerp and I graduated in 2012. And less than a year later in 2013, I founded uh, Studio Collect together with uh, three of my fellow classmates, Hermine, Hannah and Magali. Studio Collect is a jewelry collective, or we actually prefer to call it a jewelry label, since we design all the collections together and you can't really distinguish who made what in the end. We launch two collections a year in uh, sterling silver and gold plated silver. And next to that, we also showcase a limited line of fine jewelry in 18 karat gold in our store. We make wedding rings, engagement rings, and quite often we're also asked to create a custom piece of jewelry. So we basically do it all. Our um, jewelry is handmade in our studio in Antwerp. We have a store in the city center and uh, our collections are sold by several uh, retailers and jewelry stores across the country and the Netherlands. And so, the tagline we use on our website is characterized by clean aesthetics and functional form. Studio Collect shapes contemporary jewelry for your everyday wear, satisfying both practical and poetic needs. And I feel like that sums it up quite, uh, quite nicely. So you all met during your jewelry education at the Royal Academy in Antwerp. What drew all of you to the medium of jewelry in the first place? Well, I don't know if I speak for everyone in the team, but for me personally, I found the idea of sculpting on a miniature scale fascinating. And also the mystery around the craft of goldsmithing spoke to me um, because you consider silver or gold or any metal as a hard and rigid material but goldsmiths are able to convert it or mold it into all kinds of shapes. And it was pure magic in my eyes. And in, in addition to that, the fact that uh, it was an applied art form and you had to consider the human body, functionality and ergonomics was a challenge that I also really liked. And then last but not least, 
jewelry also tells a story about the wearer, their culture. Uh, it has a, a significant symbolic and historical and, and for many people, a sentimental value. And it's, it's a small object, but it's, it's a powerful one. You started your collective or the label Studio Collect nearly 10 years ago, 2013. What made you decide, all four of you, to start the brand as a group rather than each independently start your own labels? Well, in the summer of 2023, we'll be um, working together for a, a whole decade. And I think the reason why we started together is because we all strongly believe in the value of collaboration that the the whole is greater than the sum of its parts and and i think none of us would have ever done this alone and after those 10 years almost 10 years we we still feel the same way about that every season it's a challenge to inspire and to stimulate each other to come up with new ideas, new designs and stories to tell, which is the hardest and also the most fun part of the job. I, and I think the element of surprise um, is something we would miss if, if we would do it alone. I mean, to be surprised by your colleagues' ideas and their fresh insights, it stimulates you to, to be creative and try things you wouldn't have come up with if it wasn't for your colleagues' first idea. So they, yeah, they make you think differently or, or challenge you. And, and that's something that you don't have when you're there alone working at your workbench. Yeah, I think that's probably the biggest, the main reason why we, we work together as a group. Building a business can be challenging and you have done so collaboratively, I would say very successfully. What has been the key to your success, you think? Well, none of us has a big ego or feels the need to be in the spotlight. And I think that's something that helps. And, well, not to sound too cliche or cheesy, uh, but this really is our dream job by far. And we just want to be able to still keep on doing this for a really long time to come. And the fact that we feel the same about that makes it easier to put things into perspective sometimes and compromise. And I think... Well, you could also see this as a negative thing, but financially, we're not the biggest risk takers. We've always decided to grow gradually and safely and having debts or loans to pay um, can create a lot of anxiety and, and we just don't feel comfortable with that kind of stress. And I think we could have been bigger probably as a, as a company, but right now we have a very healthy business and I think that forms a good base for, for, the, for the future. What are the main challenges then to work together? If you all think in a certain similar way, are there any stresses still that happen or is that in fact the reason why there isn't that many stresses in the collaboration? Mm, that's a 
good question because I feel like we share the same values and vision when it comes to jewelry and design and where we want to go with the company. But we're still four individuals with different opinions and we are quite different, I would say. But I still feel like the core value, which would be hard to describe what that is, but I feel like we're on the same page when it comes to that. And, um, and I, I, I think that's the most important thing that you always keep that in mind that where you want to go is having a, a successful company and, and do the job you like to do. And so sometimes it takes, yeah, you have to make compromises because it's, it's, it can't always go your way. Sometimes you you just go with someone else's idea because you feel like, okay, we talked about it, we considered it, we had discussions about this, and I will put my my ideas aside for the whole, like the, the company. And I think we're quite good at doing that like okay if the three of you feel like this is a good idea I have my doubts but if I I really believe in in the opinion of my of my colleagues so I think I always believe like okay if they really think this is a good idea then probably there's something to it and and in the end usually we always have to in the end, we, it turns out to be the right decision often. Did you know this when you started because you only met during your college years or did you find that out whilst you were working together? We found it out while we were already working together because we never started with the plan of, okay, let's start a business and you'll do that and I'll do that and then together we'll do this and this is how it's going to go. and. Uh, by then we want to have a store and by then we have to I don't know reach that amount of retailers or we never really had a plan we just all graduated from the academy and we all felt like I don't want to be stuck in a studio by myself working being alone with all my thoughts and doubts and I, I still that's what we really liked about the academy was that were one group and everyone had their individual work but usually you had to work work around a similar team so it was interesting to discuss and we always really liked to to think about each other's work and oh, I had this idea for your your thing you're working on and I think maybe this could be interesting for you and then oh, I would change this or personally I have doubts about that and we were always discussing our work together and we didn't want that to stop so we, we started to rent a place um, and then after not I think a few months we had the idea of what if we design a collection together like not individually but really together one collection and you can't tell ah uh, you made this one and she made that one and that was her idea just like we worked together on every piece and then we did it and that's how it started. We liked it and we just kept on doing it and then it became our full-time job and then, yeah. 
here you are today, ten years later. Yes. All Studio Click jewelry is designed and handmade in-house. Is the making of jewelry still an important part of your collective process? Have you ever been tempted to move any production outside of your studio space or even abroad? And and how important is, you know, building that, that team and, and embedding that production in the build of the team for your successful business? Well, most of our jewelry is indeed entirely handmade uh, in our atelier. But for some techniques, we rely on specialized companies, so such as the gold plating, casting, stone setting, engraving, uh, or laser cutting. Those things are, are done by other companies. And I think it's about finding the right balance between doing everything yourself and collaborating with other companies. And over the years, we have built very close relationships with these companies. And, and by now, we know what their talents are. And they also think along with us to find solutions for certain problems. But the heart of our business is still around those workbenches. Uh, so it definitely forms a substantial part of what we do. And I think surrounding yourself with the right people and the right knowledge is, is key. And would you say that a clear division of tasks is what is successful to your team? Or are you in fact creating diversity within your daily work? Sometimes you're clean in your sharpest clothes in the store. And then the next day you're greasy and dirty and, and because you're working in the studio. So it's it's a nice balance that it's not only studio work and atelier work and working with your hands and being very precise and concentrated, but sometimes it's also just fun to see people and see their responses and talk to them. And, you know, so it's a big contrast between the dirty work and the not so dirty work and the, the social work and not so social, you know, it's, um, yeah, that's nice. And also, for instance, I'm on the road very often to meet with um, the retailers that are selling Studio Collect. And, you know, sometimes they're just answering emails or doing research. You go to the library or you're, you know, like crafting something for the window display. Um, organizing photo shoots, styling the photo shoots. Yeah, so it's a very varied job, I would say. And I think that's nice. But within the team, we all have our talents. Um, so like one of us is mostly uh, responsible for the production part. Then another one is more involved in accounting, um, communication, marketing. So it's, it's not everyone is doing everything. So we try to figure out who's good at what and who's not so good at, at something and just try to um, find a good balance. 
unlike potentially other groups of people who have studied specifically marketing and another person has done manufacturing, you all have this understanding of jewelry and you've all been trained as jewelers. Do you think that's a benefit or a disadvantage? I would say it's a disadvantage because, because it's true that we're jewelers. We were trained to be jewelers and not marketeers or communication experts or content creators or business developers or, you know, we, we all have the same training, but we're, we, apart from that, we all have very different skills which ended up being quite complementary, um, luckily. But I would say if, if we had a plan to start a company, it would have been something to consider, to have like, okay, he or she is good at um, social media, media strategies and they're good at organizing the production to, to make it run smoothly. So. Yeah, I would say mostly it's a disadvantage or, or yeah, it's a challenge. So that's also why we also like to surround ourselves with, with other people, freelancers or companies to help us out with the things that we're not so good at. So. To stand out from the crowd, Studio Collect has to focus time and consideration to the communication and marketing. We've kind of mentioned that. This is something you have someone in your team looking out for and the brand and its pieces need to be communicated. So how has this element evolved over time? Yeah, it's the evolution of that part is huge. I think this is by far for us the most complicated part of the job because like I said, we're all jewelers, not marketeers, not communication experts, content creators uh, and when we started studio collect social media for instance was not what it is now and it did not have the influential power that it has today um, and this has been challenging um, since we don't feel like that's something that comes naturally to us we also don't want our communication to the outside world to be too choreographed or planned out you still want to be authentic and have meaningful things to say but yeah it still needs to be fun and light and inspiring because I think that's the main reason why people are on social media and I think that's difficult as well again it's about balance like you want to say meaningful things but in the end you still want to be uh, fun you know so for us that's really a work in progress it's um we're not there yet but i think even companies that are specialized in marketing they always have to keep evolving so i think it will always be a, a work in progress um in your social media, I often see architectural elements and I think your photographs often display where your inspiration is coming from. Could you tell us a little bit more about what inspires you? I think um, indeed that architecture is, is one of our main sources of inspiration. I don't 
really know how that happened, but it's something that just happened while we were working that it was always like some architectural influence and in some collections that's very literal in other ones it's more subtle i think our i think it's our second collection was called micro monumental and we were inspired for that collection by columns and really monumental shapes and buildings and we tried to translate them into small objects um, hence the title micro monumental and then the collection after that was Bauspiel which was inspired by Bauhaus um, not only architecture but also furniture design and then there was Villa Fragmentum and in that one we draw inspiration from small elements uh, of, of um, modernist villas such as uh, Villa Cavrois uh, was a big inspiration source and then Carlos Carpa he has this uh, cemetery I think it's close to Venice where it's all built in layers and stairs and and that was an, like the stair shape was um, was an element that you could see throughout the collection yeah so i guess to to sum it up architecture is something that will always keep popping up in our designs and i think the way that we think about jewelry i think we approach it in a in an architectural way when it comes to proportions and and shapes that it it often happens in an from an architectural point of view so i think it's it's not only what it will look like but also the way we approach it so it keeps on coming back you have a beautiful shop in antwerp is this something that you all value and that your customers respond to? And has the pandemic changed anything in this respect? Next to the online store, the web shop, um, we have a store in the center of Antwerp. We opened in 2017. And I think, yeah, opening the store was one of the first things we did when we decided to work full time for Studio Collect because for us, it felt like an essential part of building our business to have a place where you can present your work in an ideal setting, meet people, hear and see their responses to the collections. And it, that had an, an immense impact on what we do and how we do it. And I feel like it also builds trust um, because your customers know there's a place where they can go if they have questions or special requests or if they want to try on the collection, see it in real life and not just online on a screen. But um, when it comes to the pandemic, of course, it has ha it had a negative impact sales-wise. But a positive one on our online uh, store. So it was 
well, it wasn't balanced out completely by the web shop, but partly we were happy to to have that as a backup for the for the physical store. And now, luckily, it's slowly but surely getting back to normal. And the yeah, the pandemic has also been a great example of why we feel like not taking big financial risks has been the way to go for us. Um, so there was not too much stress about that. When you have your own shop and you have your own web shop, how do you balance out working with other retailers to sell your work? Is that something that you sometimes consider when taking on a certain retailer? We only sell the silver and the gold plated um, collection to retailers. So everything that is 18 karat gold, so uh, wedding rings, engagement rings, most custom made pieces. Um, that's something that we only do in our own physical store. Well, some of some of the 18 karat uh, pieces are also available on the web shop, but not at retailers. So they only sell the silver and gold plated uh, silver collections. And twice a year, I visit them with the collections and then they make their own selections. And so it's funny to see how they all make their own personal selections. And it's hard to say like, okay, this piece will go great for all the retailers. No, they really make their own. Some of them go for the really big statement pieces and the other ones go for, yeah, let's say the more commercial, fine, subtle pieces. And so it's nice to see how they each make their own story from the collection because it's a it's a quite extensive collection like a a big collection so it's really it's definitely possible to make different selections so i would say we're not really controlling them in that way they can just decide what they want to sell and what they they feel like their customers would respond well to but yeah of course on our web shop we sell the entire collection so sometimes that's that's tricky when it comes to retailers because of course everyone can go online and check out the entire collection but then i i still feel like most people want to try on a piece of jewelry and and want to see it and ask questions about it and well that's easier when you go to a physical store uh, as opposed to the web shop so that's an advantage for the retailers uh, i would say but um yeah nowadays it's almost unthinkable that a brand doesn't have their own web shop so it's kind of something that retailers are dealing with right now um, which is challenging I think for most of them. You are four strong women running this brand do you feel that there are still sort of challenges in the running of a brand as four women or do you feel this space the entrepreneurial space is not really a male-dominated space now? 
Well, I think we should be grateful for all the women and, and men um, before us who have actively fought for equal rights for all sexes. And we agree that there's still a lot to be done. And, and I think the corporate world remains a mostly male-dominated world in general. But to be honest, we've rarely felt that we were faced with obstacles because of our gender or that we weren't taken seriously. But nevertheless, we're still proud to have founded this label uh, together as for women and our first employee, our fantastic first employee, Annika, happens to be a woman, but uh, men are certainly welcome on the team as well. And I think um, we try to be uh, inclusive for all genders. I don't think we really felt it. it was a challenge because of the fact that we're women, to be honest. And do you feel that because you're four women organizing this label together, that you can manage the business so that there is room for the things you want in life as people, as women, as mothers? And is that something you think is an advantage? I think that's certainly an advantage. And also the fact that we're not just one Like, there's not one of us who started the company and the other ones are employees. Um, there's four of us and we all think that a life next to business life, personal life is, is, is important. And we, so three of us became mothers recently and it's nice that we were able to organize our jobs differently so that it was possible to keep on doing what we love to do but also have time enough for your family life it's really a luxury to be able to organize your work life around your personal life and not necessarily the other way around if you could speak to sort of your younger selves or any budding jeweler out there What would be sort of some tips or advice that you would give them for starting a business or starting a collective label or yeah. going into the industry? Well, I think of a few things. We started this adventure uh, without much of a plan. Things just sort of happened and we rolled with it uh, as long as it felt right which is important, I think, to trust your gut feeling. But if we would do it all again, I think we would have probably benefited from a real business plan, like a clear path and a goal or goals, because I think a little pressure helps sometimes. And I think if you decide to do it alone and not found a company with someone else or start a collective I think it would be important to find yourself a mentor um, and uh, some someone you can pitch your ideas to and and who can guide you financially but also creatively 
if you're doing everything by yourself, which is definitely an option and some people are good at it, but I, I think if, yeah, if I would do it alone, that would be something I, I miss, like having someone to, to talk to and to discuss with and to see something from a different point of view can be enriching. So I think that would be important. And then invest in a marketing plan and just don't underestimate the power of social media, but stay authentic and not just do it for, do it for the gram. And then trying when it comes to designing and you want to be successful, I think you have to try to find a healthy balance between creating commercial designs and not so commercial designs because you yeah you have to eat in the end but then again you also have to trigger and inspire people so you can't be commercial all the way I mean you could be but as a creative I think that's not as rewarding uh, as being able to do both where did you go for help with these things that you didn't necessarily have in place? So, for example, in terms of a business plan, you didn't really have one. Did you find a mentor or did you go for extra training somewhere or was there a launch pad that you took part in that helped? Um, but there's not really one person that was our mentor. It was several people. I think Flanders, D.C., which is an organization that helps in the fashion industry on, on different levels. Um, and I think we, we went to them on several occasions um, for advice, but also just people we know in jewelry and also just other entrepreneurs. For instance, Lise Mertens, who has a handbag collection and her shop is across the street. We talk to her a lot about several entrepreneuring matters, as well as the people from Loft who have an um, optician store. There's someone in the diamond industry that we speak to regularly. Yeah, several people. Not There's not one person in particular that I'm I'm thinking of. So building a, a bit of a network has been what helped you as a collective the most. Yeah. But that's also a work in progress because you you know, it's not like you look in the phone book and you think, ah, he's good at that. Okay, we'll call him for it. So sometimes you're just advised by other by talking to people and they say ah you should meet that person you have to get in touch because he or she is really good at that um they could definitely help you out so you, you reach out to those people and then sometimes it turns out to be really helpful sometimes not so much but it's uh it's definitely worth it to to look into those contacts and and try to surround yourself with people that um, that help you. My last question is: What's in store for you and the brand in the near future? Is there anything that we can be looking forward to seeing next? Well, I think you could take in store for us quite literally. 
because opening a second store is very high on our list. Nothing's final yet, but we hope to open a second store in the near future. But I can't really say a lot about it yet, but that's a project we're working on. And then there's still a few fun collaborations coming up. Um, and apart from that, we'll just keep on doing what we do and try to refine and, and push the boundaries of our jewelry making in the future. Well, if you want to have a closer look at what we do, you can always head over to our website, which is www.studiocollect.com. The four female role models behind the successful label Studio Collect show us there's an alternative to the sole designer model most of us are very familiar with. Their enthusiasm for the brand, the model which, which they run it, as well as the products they create, even during challenging times, is very inspirational. Thank you, Saskia, for joining us today to share your story and advice. We certainly look forward to what is in store for Studio Collect next. Thank you so much for your time. I was very happy that you contacted us to be part of your podcast. So thanks for having us. Next month, I'll be joined by another guest. So watch this space to find out who it is. But for now, this was Sophie Boons for the BAJ podcast episode titled The Female Power Behind Studio Collect with Saskia Hovars. Thank you for listening and have a wonderful day.